Welcome to Ready Layer One. It's a crypto podcast that focuses on the near ecosystem. This is Who Sharded, our weekly news update that's powered by Near Week, where we also talk about near protocol and also the Aurora ecosystem. Oh, Joe, how was your week? Ah, good week. Busy, busy week. A lot, lot, lot of stuff going on. You're just doing a bunch of validator stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're in staking wars. You're deep in staking wars. I am. Oh, man. Well, this week, everybody, we got a lot of good things happening here. We've got uh, 700 projects on the Near Aurora and Octopus Network. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about uh, Near Ukraine uh, running their own validator. We're talking about the Near Foundation uh, partnering to have the inaugural Global Women in Web3 changemaker list. Uh, we're talking about Near Foundation providing $50,000 grant to the Here Wallet, uh, BitGo, and their, their supportive Near. Absolutely. And then you know, we go into the DeFi aspect of like uh, some liquid staking with MetaPool and MetaYield and Cheddarfee and Lanier, all that stuff as well. Yeah. And then we we, we wrap up. We talk about uh, Wormhole uh, now supporting Aurora and uh, give a quick kind of stake wars update. Near week's great. Like their, their daily newsletter is like a nice thing to just pop into daily and see because you'll start to see a lot going on, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Especially going like, on. Yeah, totally. And in bear markets, like, I think a lot of people get news from like Twitter and stuff like that, which kind of has like a little bit of a, like the NFT sort of the playful stuff, like they, sure, sure. the maybe like, I'm not going to say like they don't move the needle, but they're still like projects, but they're not like, you know, massive DeFi infrastructure that projects that might not have the most popping in Twitter. Yeah. It's not the things. same financial implications. Sure. Exactly. So like, uh, I do definitely recommend people come check out near week and just like, keep up with it, especially if you're at all interested in near and want to know what's going on absolutely. Uh, absolutely and also joe this show is not financial advice i was just thinking about this because we're going to be talking about like nfts DeFi projects all sorts of projects dApps mm -hmm. and over time a lot of them might disappear some might be just straight up scams like so really do your yeah. own research yeah i mean this is something where like we're just letting you know like what's available and what's out there uh this is a not recommendations so yeah uh, and joe right like in. yeah and this is like a thing i think is just like super important in general in crypto i've been thinking about this a lot in the bear market like in a bull market people just throw money at places and it's exciting mm -hmm. and i almost think like it's easy to buy crypto in a bull market because it's usually going up but it's kind of the worst time to buy crypto is in a bull market <laughs> if it's getting towards the last half of it because then it usually goes back down unless you're like a trader and stuff yeah sure and and so now that things are a lot slower and it's a little bit like more of a bearish market and things like that, mm -hmm. I think it's a good time for people to do research. Take some time before you throw capital at something. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And so uh, let's jump into the near news. Uh, some positive stuff. I mean, it's uh, it's 450. We had a little run there this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the price action has been good. It's been going up. It's been outperforming other L1s. Uh, again, with minimal, like clear, like hype news, like there hasn't been like necessarily, like there's a lot going on, but there hasn't been like, like some hype around anything in particular. So mm -hmm. it's nice to see the, uh, price kind of going strong without that. Yeah, totally. It is nice to see. And then, um, a piece of news this week that was really cool is that there are over 700 projects, 700, that means like 700 teams on between all three right near aurora and octopus network yeah i mean 
dude remember when it was just a couple oh man that's like awesome to see it's growing that's people yeah. building absolutely absolutely so this week was announced uh near ukraine launched their own mainnet validator and uh what's unique about this is so if you don't already know, NIR has different guilds, essentially, you know, some are per country, some are per region, things like that. And so it's kind of like an offshoot of uh, NIR. So it's all part of the same ecosystem, but they have their own maybe meetups and meetings and they do some of their own projects. And so them as a, as a group put together their own validator. Uh, what's unique about this, though, is uh, you still get the same type of rewards as you would staking on any other validator on NIR. Uh, and they have a 7% fee. So typically you see fees to people staking anywhere between 5 and 10%. Uh, they chose 7, which is a fair number, but uh, that funds that are they're, they're earning from the validator are actually going to support the uh, Ukrainian armed forces. So those are going to be straight to a donation. So yes, it's higher than some of the 5% fees that maybe you see on other validators, but if you're interested in donating, uh, it's an interesting way to go about and doing that. Wow. Yeah. The validator, the whole concept of using like a validator and the staking rewards over time. It's, it's a, it's a good way to do stuff like that. And also yeah. a good way to start a little business. Near foundation is partnering with uh forecast news. Uh, and there's this inaugural global women in web three, like change maker list. It's a lot of different words. Essentially they're trying to highlight some of the, you know, women who are really doing exceptional work in the space. Uh, it's a it's a great cause. It's probably it's definitely not enough. I mean, there's probably way more than ten. I shouldn't say probably. There is way more than ten women who are doing really great stuff in this space. And but at least there is some clear direct recognition. It's nice to see that Near is working to partner it. Uh, Near Foundation CEO is a woman, uh, so it is nice to see more of these type of inclusive uh, things going on. I mean, it's just another, like, I know week after week, I'm like, man, Nier does, like, you take away, like, the the whole, like, speculation aspect, the price aspect of crypto, and then you yeah. then you talk, talk about, like, the things that are being built, which is what I'm really into. But then there's, like, this third step, which is sort of, like, what is the vibe <laughs> or the ethos or, like, the, what does the crypto stand for? Mm -hmm. It might stand for nothing. It might stand for degens. It might stand for fast at all costs. You never know. Mm -hmm. And I think Nier in a couple instances in the last six months have shown that like they are about like just kind of the way I vibe, you know what I mean? Like recognizing women, which should be being done and a lot of other situations as well. So yeah, that's like Nier's vibe in general. When people ask why Nier, I'm like, well, there's all these other reasons. And then the vibe. You hope that uh, as the leadership from the foundation, you hope that trickles down into the rest of the community, you know, and you hope that everybody, you know, follows that lead. And so, it's nice to see them setting a good example as best as possible. And hopefully they continue to do more like this. For sure. Uh, next thing in the news is uh, the Near Foundation awarded a $50,000 grant to develop the Here Wallet. Uh, Here Wallet is a actually native iOS and will be Android uh, wallet for Near directly. Uh, so there has been a couple... Um, mobile wallets some that are in like beta phase some that are uh released right now and this is another one uh it's uh again it, it's nice to see more options coming out so again what you have is like so sender is one that we've talked about before sender is a mobile based wallet um and what's nice about it i'm sorry it's not sender's not a mobile wallet it's a browser wallet 
but here is actually a full mobile wallet. And so, and you can also use it as part of um, buying near as well from it, which is a nice little thing too. I mean, okay, Joe, we, we did a whole thing on wallets. Like, so near, like how big is this wallet thing? Like to me, I just, I, I like the web wallet, but I'm sure there's massive limitations in it. Or maybe there's not, maybe there's super uh, perks that I don't know about from a technical side. Is it kind of like eventually if I am heavy and near, I should have three wallets. I should have the web wallet. I should have a mobile wallet and I should have a Chrome extension or like, do they each serve a different purpose or is there one wallet to rule them all? <laughs> so I don't think that it's necessarily uh, one wallet to ever rule them all. It, it's a little bit of like, what do you value and how you're using crypto? Where I feel like there are opportunities where some people are just getting so much more comfortable in a mobile mobile app because that feels maybe more comfortable to them. They feel like it's, you know, a version of a hardware wallet. Like it's kind of like a, you know, it's not really a true hardware wallet. It's not a cold storage, but it does give you some of that thing of like, I'm trying to think how the best to describe it, but it gives you that opportunity to say like, I feel like all my stuff is right here. I you need a separate password besides getting into my phone. To, to get to this spot. So there is something nice about that. I will, and also that you can open it like the near uh, mobile wallet or not the, the near uh, main wallet. And they just switched it this week, right? Didn't they kind of, aren't they jumping over to a new? So the group that makes the, or manages the wallet, um, Rocketo or Rocketo, I don't know how they, they pronounce it exactly. They uh, are kind of rebranding the URL and, and rebranding the, the wording of it so instead of it being at near.org it's my near wallet um it's all it's the same thing it's not new necessarily it's oh, just a site rebranding i'm pulling it up right now to look oh okay so it's not it's a site rebranding okay yeah and, and you were and and i think it makes more sense to do it that way where it, it takes again it starts to pull away from the foundation yeah you know dot org so that kind of thing well, it kind of has to, right? When a chain's going towards decentralization, which is just like such a cool like experiment to see what happens when things go from a core team to decentralized. Things have to start. The baby birds have to fly. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, yeah, and that address is mynearwallet.com. So, yes. you know, but 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 you have to have a little bit of near to open one. So like a mobile wallet, you don't, right? So I think there's something. Well, like, oh, uh, go, on. Huh? go on, go on. So you still need to have some near to have your wallet with your name, right? So like to have the oh. the human readable wallet name, which is a, a really kind of an important feature of near. You actually, in order to do that, you need to actually pay for storage on the blockchain. That's why you have to have near in there. And so, yes, to create your initial account, you would still need some near in order to have your name in there. Yeah, I kind of find it that's sort of the trickiest thing for near that I've found with my non crypto friends. Like other ones, you bet, got to download a phantom wallet, get a MetaMask, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Just like then go at your convenience, get some crypto and send it. Mm -hmm. But near, there's like another step that you've got to get it first then get the wallet then you know it's just a little bit i mean the moves are being made and people are creating projects and stuff like that to try to help ease that 
Yeah, and it, it, but part of the problem here, though, is like you, it's about the user experience if they can fix how that flows. Because again, like this is just how this works. Like you can't store something on the blockchain with no with nothing, right? Like, like there has yeah. to be a little. You have to have that a little bit of near. So as they work to figure out some better user experiences to get you from point A to point B, I think that will get better. But for now, it's yeah, it's it's a little extra hoop. Okay, you know I got yeah. you. Yeah, all right, makes sense. Um, all right. Well, looking forward to the more wallet options, and I will be uh trying them all out. Yeah. So this story is a couple stories combined because it's about the DeFi on near, and if you're into DeFi, um decentralization and dexes and yield farming and borrowing and doing all that kind of stuff near's really starting to build out a lot of this and stuff mm -hmm. starting to come together starting to partner starting to link up uh the evm with aurora you get into that whole space it really supercharges the experience sure it, it basically it gives you a suite of things that you could want to do mm -hmm. um so uh let me try to break this down so first you've got cheddar fee which is like a reward like a loyalty token that we can get into, but uh, we don't need to get too deep in that, but it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. People should check it out. Uh, Joe, we should probably interview him someday. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Metapool, which is uh, the number, the largest uh, staking liquidity of near, right? So you get staked. Near. Liquid stake. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Liquid staking. Thank you. Yeah. Let's let's use the right terms here. It's <laughs> and then liquid staking of near. And then you have Meta Yield, which is created by Metapool, which is like the Kickstarter it's like a Kickstarter for projects on Near. Okay. Right. So, so that's sort of the three projects that we can start with. So now Meta Yield is partnering, is doing a, is a Cheddar Fee is one of the projects that it's kind of kickstarting on it, right? Or doing a partnering with. And the way Meta Yield works is you basically can give your liquid stake Near, your stake Near, mm -hmm. and they get your rewards. And you, so if you put in 10 stake Near, you put it in for I think a year or some time there's like different you know levels and then after you, you get your 10 stake near back without the rewards but you funded a project so that's sort of the concept of it right mm -hmm. and so I mean I, I mean it's an interesting concept you know and they've done a couple of projects and it seems to be I think two successful ones and so cheddar fee has partnered with them and is doing it now and I just think that's cool that you're starting to see like meta pool which is like a pretty large early project create yep. a second project now that project starting to partner with other projects and so i think we'll we'll, we'll post the links and I, I i it's more than we can get into on the we could do a whole podcast on just this mm -hmm. but i think people should check it out if they're interested in it and to see how it, it, i think those are three good projects to research just to see how things can kind of partner and get together so yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was cool that that happened this week and yeah. then to follow up uh cheddar fee partners with another near hub and they're going to do a scavenger hunt <laughs> so yeah. i don't know what that's all about but it's july 25th through september 5th and i think yeah. i'm going to check it out like why not like that sounds like a i don't know i'm down with that kind of stuff i just sure things are being done like this is like so crypto like joey talked about this like people this bear market is so much different than 2018 or oh, even sure. earlier when no one was talking about crypto except for like you know, get Bitcoin because yeah. the the dollar is going to disappear. Right, right. <laughs> we, yeah, we, no, it's a good time to experiment. I think it, I love all this type of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and also it's giving like you know, 
people say crypto is early and it's it, it's it's early but like at least now things are being done on it games scavenger hunts mm-hmm. people nfts are playing around i mean yeah a lot aren't going to succeed but they're doing things on it pressure testing things yep yep and there's so much creativity in the space yeah and that's what's cool about this bear market because now it's gotten quiet except right. there's a bunch of projects and then all the projects that were sort of cash grabs and ponzi's and stuff are fading away but then there's <laughs> right. this like, core group of projects where i'm like oh wow yeah you guys are doing some things so i'm just excited to see and then uh yeah. one last thing with liquid staking is there's another liquid staking called is it is it pronounced it's li near is it linear is that what they're yeah. saying I, I haven't really like talked to like it's funny you read these terms so much with tokens and coins and i'm like is it linear Stake right. near, Saint right. near, like you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, and there's so much stuff to try to keep up with. But so that actually is like, they, what it's like actually, like the largest. Let me see here. It's it's the highest USD value project on Borough. Like, well done. Like, awesome. You know what I mean? Like that's. And you could probably talk more about Borough and that whole space and what that's about. Yeah, you've danced with Borough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Burrow gives the opportunity to borrow against, uh, you know, what, so you, you can essentially, you know, deposit different assets, you know, and then borrow against them. And, and the benefit there is that, that you can earn both rewards as well as depending on how the price action works and everything else and how much you borrowed, um, you know, you can, you know, have some of that pay back some of your loan or, you know, it, it gives you some different opportunities where you don't actually have to then sell your crypto if you need different things. So it, it, there's a lot of different options. Uh, it's not for everybody. Again, it's not financial advice to necessarily do not this. Not financial advice. <laughs> but it's it's another, right, like it's another tool in the toolbox to be able to say, if you need to do these different things, this is available to you on near. Very I mean, you start getting into DeFi stuff, like not only is it not financial advice, like you should, if you're ever even thinking about it, it's like very much learn it. If you're not sure, you should ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. And if anything in the last four months has explained, has said anything with all the stuff going around in the entire crypto system, is that like this DeFi stuff is no joke. You know what I mean? You start getting into some like centralized stuff and then decentralized stuff and you start over leveraging and then you start doing backdoor weird deals off the chain. You know, things though, DeFi's yeah. held up pretty good, man. DeFi, like if there was a case for DeFi, the last three months, I would say is the strongest one I've seen. I mean, especially, yeah. I mean, especially when you compare it to CeFi, you know, <laughs> and even traditional lending, it, it's it's really presented itself as some interesting use cases and some stability that we hadn't seen otherwise. So Yeah, which is cool. We'll see how that kind of happens in the long run. All right, Joe, you got the next story. I kind of went on a rant there or a run. So. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> uh, so next up uh, we is BitGo. So BitGo is a uh, custodian. So people who are doing more institutional investing, uh, BitGo is you know now supporting near and near related assets. Uh, they're the first, you know, what's again, they, they call it a qualified custodian uh, to be able to do this on near. So if you're an institutional based investor, or if you are a big investor, but you do not want to uh, be the custodian of your own stuff, you want is more of a, a, an investment option. Uh, BitGo now does support near. And so again, that's a nice 
it's again, it's just like the wallets. It's another avenue to bring, you know, uh, volume and liquidity onto the chain. Yeah, man. Nier's doing this thing that I, I, I haven't seen. It's just kind of like just building. It's, so it's, it's raised a ton from VC. So it's got runway. It's got a couple of years of cash. Then it's just building a ton of things that aren't quite, it doesn't have like a huge social following yet. It hasn't kind of hit that crypto run that some cryptos do. Right, right. But I think that's going to be super good in the long haul because you want to build these things slowly. And like, like ideally, you kind of want near to not be really known for another year, year and a half, you know, known, but not like overly known. Then once all the blocks are in place, the bridges are built, the roads are built, then you bring in all the traffic. Yeah, I, I mean, it is one of the things, you know, where I'm a big believer in the sense that if if you're not here for the speculation and if you truly are here for what this can do, then the price movement minus this past crash of everything went down. Okay, so take, take that thing. The general steadiness of Nier's value should be seen as a positive. Yeah. Because to me, that says is not getting caught up in hype cycles. It's not getting caught up in just running for no reason. And hopefully that somewhat continues. Yes, of course, if you are invested in near, you'd like to see the price go up. Yeah. But at the same time, if you are here for the really long term and you say this is the technology I think is going to be of the future, then that stability and that slower growth is much more encouraging, I believe. I know. I mean, I'm not a financial person. I just feel like that that to me feels more stable long term. Exactly. That's a project I want to be a part of. Do you want to talk about wormhole real quick? Oh, jump it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So one thing on, on Aurora, I think is really, you know, kind of big news is so the wormhole protocol, which is in a, uh, a bridge-based protocol. So it allows EVMs to talk to each other. Uh, it allows, so you can, again, uh, I shouldn't just say just EVMs, but they, they connect a, a lot of different chains, kind of like a layer zero. It's bridge-based. Uh, they are now connected to Aurora. So you can now bring uh, different funds from different chains like Polygon, you know, uh, and ETH, ETH by itself, which you could do anyways with the Rainbow Bridge. But uh, Wormhole is just another, again, opportunity to bring users over to Aurora. Uh, the first thing that's using it is something called Swim Protocol. And Swim Protocol is uh, automated money maker. Money maker. <laughs> <laughs> automated market maker uh and it's on wormhole natively and so again what's really nice is that uh you can now you leverage that through aurora so again these are just more doors right more things opening up absolutely and man don't fade aurora aurora's <laughs> aurora's some, got some so stuff much going on, on. so absolutely. much going on uh yeah, so last last thing this week, I think we should touch on is the ongoing stake wars. Uh, again, quick recap: this is an opportunity for people to compete to have a seat uh, on mainnet as a chunk validator. So not a full validator, a chunk validator. This is part of the long-term sharding plan uh, of Near, and so it's a unique opportunity. And the benefit here is that you're able to get enough Near delegated to your uh, validator to run your seat for a full year without you having to front all the money. Uh, and so that's why this is a good competition if you're really interested in that. 
It's been going on now for uh, about a week, and uh, we at Ready Layer One are competing in it. And it, it, it's really, it's been a, a great experience so far. It's been some hiccups uh, from the competition as a whole. Uh, just, you know, everyone trying to feel their way through it. Uh, we, you know, if you know kind of how blockchains work, there's been two hard forks because of people messing around uh, on the network, but it's been all good. Uh, the community has been super helpful. If somebody's interested in joining, uh, I would encourage them to still plenty of time to jump in. Uh, you can jump into the near Discord and there's a Stake Wars channel. People are more than happy to help out, give advice, uh, get you going. The directions and the challenges, uh, the first four challenges are literally you getting your server up and running. So if you're not sure exactly how all of those pieces work and you want to give it a shot, uh, you can go for it. Uh, and uh, it's one of those things where it goes from now till September, but there's going to be challenges all along the way. And that it's not just technical stuff it's also some content and you know and being able to be part of the community so it's, it's been really great so far yeah and something for every, our listeners to, to think about too is that this is like the next step of decentralization for near protocol that's huge yep. right right now there's 100 validators this will then bring on they're going to do chunk validators which will be what two to three hundred total validators including both validators yeah. and chunk validators like that's yeah just another step towards decentralization and that is you know and it's i think it's only phase they're in phase, what stage zero now so it's going to be stage one yeah yeah I, so it's you know they have I, I believe phased out to all the way phase four i think maybe and so and again if you look at what near's mission statement is you know and the way that they plan to support you know they're planning to onboard a million a billion users and the way they're going to get there is through the sharding technology, because it does not add, you know, more uh, bottlenecks on the network. It, it, it would it keeps up with the same throughput. It allows you to still have a fast and secure network, and so that's why sharding is so important yeah. and, and so unique here. And so being able to be part of this, of uh, maybe have your validator up essentially for free to get started. Uh, early days on this network is, is huge. And if you're just super interested in these type of things, it's a great learning experience. Uh, as someone who has run servers for years, and I feel obviously pretty comfortable in this space, I'm still learning, I'm still learning stuff. I'm still getting a better sense of like how the network is really running, uh, what contributes to possible downtime, what contributes to you know issues. And the, the more, you know, the more knowledge you have is never gonna be a bad thing. Awesome, Joe. And I, I've just been, you've just been crushing. <laughs> it's just been awesome to see, man. Uh, cool. So that is our ready layer one uh, who sharded. Yeah. So thank you all. And uh, again, the daily newsletter is a great thing to check because there is stuff happening every day. Every day. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you all. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Keep sharding. <laughs> Keep sharding. <laughs> Dude. You found it. You found her out. Keep sharding. Yeah. <laughs> Ready Layer One is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose.
You should not make any decision, financial investment, trading, or otherwise based on any of the information presented in this podcast without undertaking independent due diligence and consultant and consultation with a professional broker or financial advisory.